has reached epidemic proportions in America. I'm Dr. Paul Christo. This is Aches and Gains. Dr. Paul Christo is one of America's leading experts on relieving pain. He's board-certified, Harvard-trained, and a pain medicine specialist at Johns Hopkins. U.S. News and World Report ranks him as a top doctor and among the top 1% in the nation for pain management. Becker's Review selected him as one of the 70 best pain management physicians in America. He's listed as a super doctor for the Washington, D.C., Baltimore, Northern Virginia area. Aches and Gains is a weekly talk show covering all aspects of pain and pain relief. The human impact is real. Older adults, children, and even infants struggle to cope with pain. But there's hope, and there are treatments that can ease pain and suffering. The show offers compelling stories about people who found relief. We share cutting-edge treatments from contributing experts, and we offer ways to help people cope with their pain. Welcome to the show. Is the art of healing bound by physical limitations? Can healing take place over long distances, by telephone, for example? Does some universal force or energy source provide us with avenues to connect with each other for the purpose of healing pain? Aches and Gains will explore these and other questions with our guests, Lynn Wiley and experienced energy healer Kim Meisinger. First, Lynn tells us how energy healing substantially minimized the effects of chemotherapy and radiation she was getting for breast cancer, not to mention the astonishing results on her low back pain following a bad car accident. And then Kim shares the process of distance healing, the painful conditions she's successfully treated, and how we can learn more about harnessing energy to relieve pain. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, Purdue Pharma, Teva Pharmaceuticals, Millennium Laboratories, Atlantis Health Group, and DepoMed Incorporated. For live online listening to Aches and Gains, please go to paulchristomd.com. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. If you have any questions or comments for Dr. Christo, please email him at achesandgains at gmail.com. Diagnosed with breast cancer, Lynn was undergoing a difficult series of chemotherapy and radiation treatments. Later that year, she was also in a serious car accident that caused disc herniation, back, and leg pain. Yet, energy healing by telephone made a world of difference. Let's find out what happened. Lynn, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you for having me. Reconstruct for us the circumstances that led up to your first experience with distance healing. I was diagnosed with breast cancer in May 2011. Uh And when I started treatment of chemotherapy in August, I experienced a lot of the classic pains with nausea, extreme joint pain, headaches, insomnia, and I was desperate to find something that would help. And the traditional medicine I was given and other things that my doctor recommended did not work. Uh So a friend recommended um, Kim Meisinger, and I was sort of desperate enough to try anything. So. I was in Salt Lake, and she was in Kansas City, and I called and started working with her throughout my chemo and cancer treatment. Lynn, had you ever met Kim before? Had never met her. How did you find her? Um, A friend of mine recommended her. Did she see her in person, or was it distance work? Um, She actually saw her um, physically Uh and had appointments with her in person, but said she was so incredible and had, had such great results that she thought that I could try her over the phone. And like I said, I was desperate enough um, to kind of try anything. Sure. Were you skeptical at all? I'm very open to um, 
different types of healing in addition to the traditional medical. Um, but I was a little skeptical. I had not tried energy healing before. Uh-huh. I mean, it's similar because patients come to me who are quite skeptical as well and, and just need a way out. Lynn, you had breast cancer that was diagnosed in 2011. And then did you have surgery? I did. So I was diagnosed in May 11. I had a lumpectomy in July of 2011. Uh-huh. I started chemotherapy and Herceptin treatment in August and then did 36 rounds of radiation beginning in March 2012. Wow, I mean, that's quite a sequence. Tell us about the radiation treatments that you received. Were they painful? Radiation is typically, you get, your skin gets very sensitive uh-huh. and, and sunburned, and a lot of patients um, actually will have a blistering effect from it, like you have a third-degree burn from the radiation treatment. That's right. And and that happened to you too, didn't it? I did not. And this is a really interesting thing that that made me um, even more of a believer in this, Mm -hmm. in that I worked with Kim during radiation, and I'm very fair-skinned, and they had sort of told me that I was was probably going to be in for a rough time because my skin was so fair that I was susceptible to having the bad burning of radiation that's pretty typical. Mm -hmm. And I didn't even have pink skin. I had absolutely no effects, the traditional side effects of radiation. And my my radiologist was actually just blown away (laughs) that I didn't have the bad side effects. Uh And I asked, are you sure you gave me radiation? And I didn't get a placebo because my skin just maintained the entire time. And the other women in my radiation group, some of them had to stop treatment because their skin had blistered to the point of not being able to continue. And I went through and had a, a... no negative effects whatsoever from radiation. Wow, I mean, that, that truly is remarkable. And Lynn, did you have any pain? I did not. I started working with Kim prior to going into radiation. Mm-hmm. Um, she worked to just keep the radiation treatment that I needed in my body uh-huh. uh, going into my body, but then taking the toxic sort of leftovers that I didn't need away from me. Okay. I worked with her weekly throughout the six weeks of radiation treatment, and had no negative side effects. Wow, you know, that is more than impressive. I mean, it's almost unbelievable. When we come back from the break, we'll ask Lynn about the traditional medicines that she tried to prevent the side effects from chemotherapy. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Medtronic, the global leader in medical technology, alleviating pain, restoring health, and extending life for millions of people around the world. Teva, a leading global pharmaceutical company committed to increasing access to high-quality health care by developing, producing, and marketing affordable generic medicines, as well as innovative and specialty pharmaceuticals. Millennium Laboratories, a leader in the science of toxicology and pharmacogenetics, is transforming the way healthcare professionals monitor and manage their patients' medication therapy. Through the use of advanced technology supported by research and education, Millennium helps practitioners personalize care for patients. For more information, please visit www.millenniumlabs.com. Welcome back. We're speaking with Lynn Wiley, who had breast cancer that was diagnosed in 2011 and then underwent surgery, chemotherapy, and radiation. At the same time, she was engaging the services of Kim Meisinger, experienced energy healer, over the telephone. And you were doing that because the traditional medicines to help combat 
the side effects of chemotherapy really just weren't working. Yes. My oncologist gave me uh, medication for the nausea, uh-huh. medication for insomnia, and for the constipation. Yeah. It just didn't work. Distance healing then significantly reduced the side effects from chemotherapy. For example, you mentioned during the break that you never vomited after working with Kim and had just a little bit of nausea. And constipation went completely away. Distance healing also prevented you from having any side effects from radiation therapy. Let's go back. How did you prepare yourself for distance healing sessions? About 15 minutes before each session, mm-hmm. I would just go to a quiet place and sort of breathe and meditate a little bit and just sort of turn off of the day-to-day and get my mind and sort of get centered okay. before she would call me and have the session. And that worked really well. And interestingly, I was skeptical prior to going into this. And the very first session we had... Uh, She had me lay on the floor and get in a comfortable position. I had the phone on speaker. And as she was working on me, she would tell me, I'm now checking into your heart area. I'm now uh, checking on your liver. I'm now checking in your thighs. And my cat went to every place that she said she was working and laid there. And I thought, either my cat speaks English and can hear the speakerphone (laughs) or... The cat is picking up on the energy that Kim is is bringing to my body. So that made me a believer. I mean, that's very compelling, and I can see how you became a believer. Will you take us through the initial parts of the session? I mean, how do they begin? You're on the telephone, and then what does Kim do? She would call me, and then we would start with a little conversation. How are you feeling? Are there any parts of your body that we need to spend a little bit of extra attention on today? Uh And then she would have me lie in a comfortable position, put the phone on speaker, and then I would just start breathing deeply, and she would talk me through the session. Okay. Well, now let's get more specific. Take us through the actual steps of the session. She would first start with a body scan. Mm -hmm. So she would, once I was in my comfortable position, she would scan my entire body. Okay. And then she would find, oh, I feel, I I see that you're, you're carrying a lot of tension in your lower back, or... Um, we need to really work on your brain, you know, with the chemotherapy and the chemo brain. So uh-huh. she, would, she would identify places within my body that she was seeing some healing that was necessary, and then she would focus on those areas. Now, Lynn, were those areas that she was sensing actual areas of need? Yes, and that was an interesting thing because I would never tell her. When we were, I, I mean, at the beginning of the conversation, I would say, I'm not feeling as nauseous, nauseous this week, but I would never say, um, you know, my right side's cramping. Yeah. I wouldn't get that specific with her. And when she would do the scan, she would find things, you know, she would say, how's your left foot feeling? I go, well, actually, it's tingling a little bit today. Uh-huh. So I was amazed that she could identify parts of my body that were actually needing attention without me telling her that. Yeah, I mean, absolutely. It is amazing. Lynn, what did you feel during these healing sessions by telephone? I mean, did you feel a warmth, a coolness, or or a tingling sensation? I had the car wreck, and my lower back pain was pretty intense. Uh And when she would work on that area, there was a sensation of sort of warmth, almost as if you rubbed warm oil on the back of my lower back. Uh That part of my body took a deep breath, 
and then opened up and just relaxed. Wow. And how about your sessions with her during the chemotherapy and radiation treatments? So on that, it wasn't as dramatic as feeling warm oil or a release. It wasn't as immediate as that, Uh but I I felt a sense of emotional release. When I got off from a session, I just felt overall more at peace. And then I would sleep that night or I wouldn't vomit, but it wasn't the radiation and the chemotherapy treatment was a little bit different than the lower back treatment. Well, although there were differences, there were some strong similarities. So for example, I mean, you had a lot of relief both physically and emotionally. Join us when we talk to Lynn again about her experience with the astonishing benefits of distance healing. Up next is Kim Meisinger, experienced distance healer who worked on Lynn Wiley. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by Purdue Pharma, making a positive impact on healthcare and on lives, reminding everyone to safeguard medications in their home. Atlantis Health Group. Atlantis is a comprehensive multi-specialty physician group committed to enhancing the quality and process of healthcare delivery across the country. Visit AtlantisHG.com. Kim Meisinger is a specialist in energy healing. She's an empath who accesses energy to heal pain while enhancing personal and spiritual development. Kim, welcome to Aches and Gains. Thank you. It's great to be back, Dr. Crystal. Let's first start with a description of what distance healing is all about. Distance healing is the time that a healer spends transmitting energy to a client with specific problems to remediate those issues. Mm -hmm. And is there a similarity to meditation? All healing work requires a a shift in consciousness Mm -hmm. and a shift into a meditative state. So while we might be in a meditative state to transmit energy, it's the specific transmission and intention and movement of energy in the meditative state that creates the healing. Okay. Kim, tell us about your background as a distance healer, an energy healer. I mean, have your abilities been verified by doctors or scientists, for example? While most of the evidence that I have in my own practice is by case, I haven't been studied as some healers have by scientists and doctors. Since 1998, I have provided services both to clients in my office and clients that I've never met Uh that live quite a distance from me, from all over the world. Wow. Uh, What's the relevance of that date, uh, 1998? That date came about two years after I began training formally Uh to become a healer. There is some consensus that there's enough skill, enough presence to begin to see clients privately. So that was a decision made between my teacher and I that I was ready to begin seeing clients, even though my formal education was not complete. You could call it a a residency, if you might. Okay. Uh, Can your client, in, in terms of distance healing, can your client be miles away? I mean, does physical space come into play at all? No, it doesn't. I've had clients in Ireland. Uh I've had clients in Australia. I've had in Europe. And I've had some in Japan. So no, distance doesn't matter at all. Wow, that's pretty amazing. Kim, how do you prepare yourself for a distance healing session? I treat distance sessions much like I do my in-office clients. The difference is I will ask the client to send a picture. Through that picture and the sound of their voice when we speak over the phone, I'm able to tune in energetically and find their energy field and connect to that. 
So the only difference might be this picture and that our session is conducted over a phone. I see. I'm aware of a study where the distance healer used letters from a patient to achieve benefit and healing. So can you tune into a person's energy? I mean, that is, can you distance heal using email, letters, or texting? I have. If it's an established relationship that I have a history on. Some clients I have never met. Uh-huh. And I don't know that I will ever meet some of them. Okay. Now take us inside a session. I mean, what do you ask a client to do regarding their receptivity to you? We start out with an extensive history so that I understand a timeline of how they've arrived at what they're asking help for. Okay. And from that, we may ask specific questions about what are your goals for today? Mm -hmm. And then what are your goals over time? At that point, I will usually open with some form of connection, Uh and that might be a prayer, if that is what is uh, consistent with this client's belief system. I am looking to feel the energetic connection between us, and many oftentimes the client will feel that as well. Mm -hmm. I'm going to take a look to see where, where the energy field is out of balance, where energy doesn't flow through the systems, and then I tell the client what I have found, and we begin the process of opening up flow and helping the client to feel better and reach their goals. Okay. Stay with us. We have to take a break, but when we come back, we'll talk to Kim about whether energy healers consider certain steps in the process of distance healing. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. Aches and Gains is supported by DepoMed Incorporated, a specialty pharmaceutical company focused on developing and commercializing products to treat pain and other central nervous system conditions. To access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Follow us on Twitter at drpaulchristo, and like us on Facebook, Aches and Gains. Welcome back. You know, Kim, some energy healers uh, consider certain steps in the process of distance healing. Do you? Yes, there are steps of unification with divine, asking and receiving Mm -hmm. the healing. That's an important spiritual uh, contract because all of us have free will. Absolutely. I read a study from 1982 that talked about remote healers communicating with the subconscious mind of the client through a process called televisual healing. What they did was this. They contacted the inner mind and sensed the nature of the injury, used mental pictures to show the client how to correct the damage, provided healing energy, and told the client's inner mind how to access that energy for healing, and then saw the client whole and completely healed. What do you think of that process? I think that process is spot on. Almost always, it is a subconscious belief system that gets in the way Mm -hmm. of complete and total healing. Research also shows that the attitude or the belief system that I hold as the healer really matters to my client. So I always help the client to remember and give instruction verbally that we are returning back to a pattern of wholeness and wellness as we work. So I guide the client in that process by asking them to breathe and focus and feel. Almost everyone either feels warmth or tingling 
or relaxation or all three. Mm -hmm. And in that process, what we're doing is acknowledging that this energy, all intelligent, all knowing, has the capacity to restore that wholeness and remember that pattern. What a powerful experience that must be for both you and the client. Uh, Kim, what do you feel and what do you see during a healing session? I'm an empath, so I feel. When I connect to this client, I'm going to feel what they feel. Mm -hmm. If it's pain, I'll feel the physical pain. If there's emotional pain, I will feel that as well. Wow. If there's longing, if there's agitation, those are things that I will feel. Mm -hmm. As I begin to work on them, the energy that flows through my system will change in frequency and amplitude. And I note how those changes are made. And it's usually significant for the client. And I'll name that and say, this just shifted. How does that feel? And they're always surprised at the changes that happen. I think (laughs) all of us are just a little surprised about the distance, time, and space, and energy paradigm Mm -hmm. that we're all trying, including scientists, to understand. That is surprising. And I'm glad we're beginning to explore the process of reaching the subconscious mind for energy healing. Is there something special about hearing a client's voice that allows you to distance heal? Not so much significant in that it helps me to key into them as an individual. After I've heard the voice once, I can go there again. Between you and me, and you probably don't want this piece on the radio show, <laughs> but in, in cases where families will call me, I've had, I've had clients that are in comas, I've had them unconscious, I've unable to speak, whatever, wow. and the family is asking for this help. Mm-hmm. And I can go through a person... And as they hold an image of their loved one, I will find their loved one energetically. And it's the more emotional attachment they have to this person, the easier it is for me to find because the energy is amplified towards their loved one. And and their concern, their worry, and their love helps me find their energy signature. I mean, that, that really is astonishing. While you're on the phone with a client, are you projecting the healing energy to that person's area of pain? Where pain is, isn't actually where the problem is. Right. But to get the relief, sometimes we begin right over the place designated as pain. Mm -hmm. That will dissipate with some time. Sometimes I have to open the field and get more energy flowing either above and below in order to get this to shift and change because there's not enough energy to make uh, the transformation and get it to hold a new pattern. Mm -hmm. And then when you're doing that, do you visualize a client in perfect health without pain? Yes, I do. I think that's a very important key point is to hold the possibility of wholeness and truth as opposed to pain and problems. I have a lot of patients who have both physical and emotional pain. What can you do for the emotional pain, the depression, the anxiety, and the isolation? One of the beautiful parts about energy healing is that We come in communion with the client. Wherever they are, we meet them there Mm -hmm. to alleviate their fear, their anxiety. When you come down into the bottom of the deepest place of emotional pain, what you will find is a separation from anything divine. And reestablishing that felt sense and knowing within the person that they are a spiritual being Mm -hmm and that there is something bigger there for them is a very important key piece of healing 
and of acceptance and letting go. Yeah, so you're really able to reach those deep areas of emotional pain in all of us. Please join us again when we continue to talk to energy healer Kim Meisinger and her client, Lynn Wiley, about the profound effects of distance healing. I'm Dr. Paul Christo, and you're listening to Aches and Gains. The views and opinions expressed in this radio program are solely the views of Dr. Paul Christo and do not necessarily express the views of this radio station and Johns Hopkins University School of Medicine, nor an endorsement by any or all of them of any of its content. This show provides medical information, not advice. Please consult your personal physician before engaging in any course of treatment or use of any of the techniques or products discussed on this show. Discussion of particular uses of products on this show have not been approved by any of the manufacturers of such products. To to access podcasts of the show, please go to paulchristomd.com. That's paulchristomd.com. Aches and Gains is produced by Tom Blair and Ty Ford. Elsa Langford is the technical consultant and engineer. Dr. Paul Christo is the executive producer. Thanks for listening. This is Aches and Gains with Dr. Paul Christo.